Hey everybody, this is Ryland and you're listening to Punch Drunk Vinyl. Welcome back to another episode of Wes and Ryland Talk About Bullshit and Music and uh, stuff that we feel, you know. Anyway, uh, if you're new to the show, please check us out. Thanks for coming and I hope you enjoy the episode. If you're a recurring visitor, thank you so much for the love and support. Uh, speaking of love and support, as always, please like leave us reviews, tell your friends about us, all that stuff. But we also, uh, we just launched a Patreon. So at patreon.com slash punchdrunkvinyl. You can sign up to communicate with us and give us a dollar if you want to buy us a beer on Dollar Beer Night or if you want maybe to get more in-depth and get some stickers or communicate or ask us some shit. You know, you can do that too. So uh, check that out. I'll put a link in the uh, you know description. I feel like that's also kind of weird. But anyway, uh, I'll talk about that some other time. But here's the episode, and thank you so much. Beep boop. What about now? I think we're recording right now. What do you got to do on your phone there? I was Googling Oolong tea in case you asked me about it. <laughs> Fair. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, man. How the fuck are you? I'm great. How are you? Uh, really good, actually. Uh, yeah. So this is like a, we've gotten a few episodes down of our podcast. We're talking about random garbage. I, I posted a thing on Instagram about uh, where we're going on a podcast. Yeah. Do you want to hear me talk about bourbon, vinyl, and trash? And everybody responded to the trash comment, like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, no, literally, like, we're just talking about junk. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we do talk about a lot of, uh, it's a lot of bullshit. But also, isn't that, like, what fucking everything on the internet is? Like, anything, like, anything you watch on TV or anything you occupy your time with, maybe it's information, it's trash, it's whatever. Call it what you want, right? Well, you know, I'd say that generally when I listen to a podcast on any piece of trash, I'm listening to an expert on that form of trash, (laughs) which we are not. Like, we really are just sitting around pontificating and probably know less about a lot of the things that we talk about than other people. Yeah, dude, something I talked about earlier is that we need to have, uh, we need to go through an edit and, like, make corrections and all the podcast mistakes of, like, hey, this is false information. So I think that's something we need to we need to do. But I'm also not going to go try super hard to make sure that I am the expert in the field I talk about because I'm a drunkard who listens to music. I mean, as long as we're not, like, really spreading misinformation and telling people vaccines are bad. I think we're good. Yeah, no, I mean, I, my goal is not to inform people of things or make them, like, make, make decisions off what we talk about. We just talk about stuff that's really useless and random. It's not like something you're going to go outside and change your life about, right? Like, so, I don't think we need to be liable for that type of uh, unless Unless you don't have a record player. <laughs> you should buy a record player if you don't own a record player. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, it's funny, I talk about that with people a lot, like, as to why... That's so important. Have you ever had those conversations? Like, or some people like seem to totally get like they like the idea of like the physical record and the sound quality and like having like a piece of art and like all that type of stuff. But some people are like, yeah, I've got fucking Spotify, you know, and um, and that's cool. But like, I just thought about the other day is like, what about like when your fucking internet dies, <laughs> you know, or like uh, when your technology is not working? Like, I've got wires hooked up to a stereo system. Yeah. They can hear... And you've got a generator for power outages. Yeah. I do not. Um, I mean, I'm never going to use it. I used it once. Well, right. But I figure if my internet's down, the power grid might be down too. That's fair. But I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, 
I, it's not like that was a really like a deal breaker kind of conversation. <laughs> I was just like, I just thought about like, you know, I mean, there's something else I like about it. It's a fucking physical thing, you know? Um, well, about a quarter of your living room is taken up by records. And yeah. Record playing equipment. Yeah. So at this point, I hope you love having a record player. I do. I mean, <laughs> do, you, do you cherish your, I mean, I guess some people probably cherish their Spotify playlist just as much as I cherish that piece of art on the wall that houses a 12-inch piece of, you know, vinyl. But um, I don't know. Was that a question for me or was that rhetorical? It's totally rhetorical. You can answer it. No. Uh, anyway what do you want to talk about this week uh well seasonal depression it is that time of year it is yeah wait what did well the thing is it's that time of year but it was that time of year like two months ago we started this project in the early winter late fall um you know and now it's december and there's snow outside and it's dark and cold yeah all day long well well now now is the part of the day where like and I don't work as many hours as you. Um, I work eight to five. And I go to work and it is, I have like half an hour of light from 7.30 yeah. to eight. Yeah. And then I don't have any light after work. It gets dark around 4.15. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I go to work in the dark, come home in the dark. Totally so that good. is. That's your seasonal depression part. I mean, that's, yeah. I'm I mean, not we're getting, in peak, I'm, yeah. no lights time. Yeah, not getting the uh, the vitamin D that I need. Like, yeah, I've upped my intake of vitamin D a ton. But yeah, so seasonal depression, man. Uh, you asked me earlier if I um, have it, and I said I don't know. I'm always depressed, <laughs> and I think that's. I mean, that is a true statement. I have always suffered from depression. It's something I've always had to deal with, but I never really thought about it seasonally. Right? I just thought about it as like a general self-hate and loathing and stuff like that you know but and and you've never noticed it getting worse in the winter i mean it was always horrible <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was always really bad and so i mean i never really thought of it that way until i started to explore myself through therapy and other things and like self you know like observation observation and and like analysis um so yeah, I, I can't I answer that question maybe truthfully at the moment, or maybe I do. Maybe it is worse at certain times, but I don't know. But what about you? And how's how's it work for you? Well, I, I've got another thing that maybe um, I'd like to throw at you about you. Cool, yeah, do it. But it's actually, it's a reflection of me, but it's like about oh, you. Totally, yeah. Uh, what's um, the time for that? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> projection is the word for yep, that. Yep, exactly. No, but, so, um, you know... When I've always been a runner, I, I ran in high school and stuff like yeah, that. I've been yeah. always been a really outdoorsy person. You always had like a more fair balance in between indoor activities and outdoor activities. And but when you were much younger, when you played a lot of video games yeah. and stuff like that, you were mostly an indoor person. So oh, yeah. it's not like yeah. it's not like your depression would get worse because you were you know, sitting in a basement playing video games, Sunny or not? Yeah, totally, man. I didn't um, know what day it was. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of like your son, like you were talking about earlier, that racing joke. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like you need to tell that joke now because we didn't have that recorded. Oh, which one? The, 
<laughs> the, the telepathy one? Yeah, yeah. Can you ask me, just real quick, let's just jump to that because it was funny as hell. Okay. And I was that kid probably. I mean, I didn't, I probably wasn't as smart as your son. I was not nearly as smart as Brayson at his age and like the way that he talks, you know, but I was definitely, I don't know, maybe I was that kid in a way. Well, so first of all, my, my son is smart because I, I treat him like an adult that I love doesn't that. know how to take care of himself. I love that, yeah. But I, I don't I don't cherry coat anything for him. Yeah. I'm pretty sometimes mean. He started he has recently become pretty mean just to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh and so I've kind of slowly been amping it up. So on um on Monday uh, we started quarantine because he was exposed to COVID. He didn't have it. Um, but we spent four days just in the house together. So on Monday, he told me that um, I had a dad bod. <laughs> that part uh, is so wrong, but so funny. It is hilarious. And yeah, I, I have a dad bod. You should yeah. tell him Uncle Rylan has a dad bod. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't understand. Like these layers of fat and these boobs, that's a dad bod. <laughs> You are a runner who's like super thin. We talked today. You're like I don't know, hundred and something pounds. Anyway, all I in my head, that's all I remember from our conversation is hundred something because I'm at the two hundred plus level. You know, I'm so. I'm around one eighty five. Anyway, um, sorry. Continue. Yeah, yeah. So on Wednesday he comes in, and he's like, "Dad, Dad, is telepathy possible?" <laughs> like communicating with your mind. Yeah. Well, yeah, like communicating with your mind. Uh and. I was not ready for this question. It will sound like I was. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just really good at BSing with my child. He puts me at ease in a way that, like, not... No one else would have gotten this response from me. Um, so I'm like, well, you know, it theoretically would be possible if we had sensors to pick up the brainwaves of other people. You know, just like we have ears to pick up sound waves. We have eyes to pick up light waves. And we have a nose to pick up particles <laughs> that smell. But I can tell you I haven't showered in five days because <laughs> the particles coming off of you are like a wave <laughs> of prepubescent chemical. <laughs> and I don't need to read your mind to be able to tell you that. I also just... I'm the one who has to keep track of when he showers. It's <laughs> my cross to bear. Um, but yeah, I mean, and he, he took it well. He didn't, he just went back to playing video games. So he was like, yeah. he, he wasn't like, oh, I smell, I need to shower. We were in quarantine, so it's like, whatever. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, dad. Like, I know adults have, that act that way. <laughs> you, like, you have to put up with me, that's it. You know, like, yeah. Um, and you're stuck with me. Yeah, I mean, I... I was that kid in the video game aspect not understanding what time was, but I do believe I bathed regularly. <laughs> but also, like, who the fuck knows? We were kids. Well, I, I also love your kid. He's hilarious. He is hilarious. A little smelly. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I think, I think the problem is, you know, puberty, you start getting interested in girls and hygiene and stuff like that, and the smell becomes more, like, like you get self-conscious and stuff. At, and you realize you know, you're around 13, sure. 14. The prepubescent years, you start to stink, but you don't care. You don't care about girls. No, dude, I think that's a normal, normal boy's yeah. life. Yeah, like, yeah. You, like, 
It's like, wow. Yeah, dude, I want to play video games all day long. Who cares if I smell bad? Yeah, like, <laughs> just be happy that I don't piss myself. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just be happy that I can pause the game and go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Story for the day. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> I, it, it isn't a long story. He's done that. <laughs> like... Well, so that was like three years ago. He was like, what, nine? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Eight. And he had, you know, seasonal depression. Maybe. <laughs> that's great. Turn We're around. excusing it. Yeah, totally. Also, I mean, the funny thing is I think that's like generally like, it's a generational thing with like how video games can control your mind. Yeah. And like kids these days have like way more in-depth experiences that are like super fucking mind-numbing compared yeah. to like the fucking games we played. Which had like, it was Tetris is boring after an hour. I didn't have like forty missions to do, to like play it until I peed myself. <laughs> you know, like I didn't, yeah. I didn't have a, a year's worth of game in front of me. I had like a few hours, and I beat it, and I'd be done. Yeah, you know, it's a totally different world. Yeah, blow on the cartridge. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Life yeah. was simpler. Life, life was simpler. Yes, um, but yeah. So uh, the seasonal depression thing. Yeah, tell me more about yours, I guess. I, I don't know. I think that you're saying that uh, based on your activities, running for, for sure, like I've, I can understand now that I've gotten really into fitness and running, yeah. how that could affect your mood. Because if I don't have that uh, lift, like that, like experience that like, you know, endorphin rush from running, yeah, I, it fucking kills me. Yeah. Know? And you've had that your whole life. It's new for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, like, running in the dark is not the same as running in the fucking spring or fall, you know? Right. Well, and running in the dark in the spring or fall is fine. Yeah, but when it's fucking 20 degrees. Yeah, outside. but it's like, yeah, it dips to 20 degrees in the dark now. It's terrible. Um, and the roads are icy. and You're just asking to get injured. Yeah, um, yes. yeah. So that's part of my seasonal depression. Um, and then, like, so much of my, like get up and go is built around waking up every morning and like getting a quick run in before I go to work that I just kind of lose motivation yeah. about a lot of things. Well, there's something with it by that routine. That's like yeah. so key. Yeah. Um, like I, I have a lot of routines. Like my life is very structured for the most part, as far as like what I do around the house here, like how I wake up, how I go to bed. I have so many routines in place that like really help me get through the day, like in a positive way in a way that I can unwind properly or whatever, you know. Uh, one of them, like, of course, is getting up and making a cup of coffee and listening to a record every morning. Like, that's a, if I don't do that, my morning is off, my day is weird. Those routines are, like, super key in your overall, like, well-being, I think. So that running routine of yours, if you can't do it, it's just detrimental to your day. Yeah. No, it fucks with the whole day. Um, you know, it's, it's different. We're doing it earlier on a Sunday than we normally do. Yeah. What are you drinking today? Uh, that's right. Yeah, you're sober. Uh, Wes is drinking tea. Oolong tea. I'm not going to ask him about it because he doesn't know much about it. Neither do I. I just like it because it tastes good. It's a green tea that is <laughs> not uh, fully fermented. So it's partially fermented green cool. tea. Uh, fully fermented tea is black tea. Uh, and they just ferment it in the sun a little bit. Does it remind you of the tea you'd get at like, the Chinese restaurant when you were a kid? It does. That's why I like it. I remember, like, when I was a kid, I would love to have oolong tea. Well, not, I mean, I didn't know it was oolong tea, but we'd go to, like, the Chinese restaurant with your family, 
and I'd pour fucking 12 sugar packets into my little saucer of tea they gave you, you know? Yeah. But I loved the flavor of the tea, regardless of the sugar, but I loved all the sugar, obviously. I was a fat little fuck. But, um, but that tea, like, I think the, the flavor of oolong is, like, that, like, nostalgic, you know, for me anyway. It brings back some memories of uh, sitting around a restaurant with my family. But my parents weren't tea drinkers, but that's when we had tea. It was, like, when you were out with food. That's yeah. Weird. It's a weird thing. Maybe other people experience that. I don't know. No, it's it's reminiscent. I've never I've never actually pieced that together. Um, but yeah. I but I drink like a ton of tea. Yeah. Um, just daily. Like I drink a lot of black tea and a lot of green tea. I like yeah yeah. Um, I have forced myself to cut down when I want to make a second pot of coffee on the weekend and just be like, no, it's fine. We tea. just got to do black tea the rest. Yeah, of the day. good move. I like that a lot. Um. To keep that caffeine buzz, you know, steady. But if I drink more coffee, I'm just going to, like, gack out. That was me today. After I had these two strong cups of coffee before I run, and then I was fucking... I was just lit. Like, I, yeah. was, <laughs> I was on. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I'm, I'm totally lying. I actually... I made a second pot of coffee yesterday, and... <laughs> I was trying to play like a slow guitar song, like like a slow sad guitar song, but I was overly caffeinated, so I had like happy fingers, oh, and yeah. so I kept playing it twice as fast as I wanted to. <laughs> like I just couldn't. You couldn't slow it down. I couldn't slow it down. I can tell you a side note really quick. Your hair looks great, man. I know earlier I told you I'd encourage you to cut it, but the more I look at it, you just it fits you. I like it. Grow it out. Fuck it. It looks good. It looks good. Oh, well, thanks. He told me that I was better looking with short hair. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I'm almost, I'm torn. I'm just torn. I just look, you look good. Your hair looks good. I like it. It fits you. Anyway. um, I'm going bald, so this is my last chance to grow my hair out. Word, man. Grow it out. Actually, dude, I've uh, I've been growing mine out for two years now. Okay. Uh, But I've, uh, since having coronavirus, uh, I'm not sure I need to look this up. It's not a fact or anything like that, but maybe. But for me, I have, my hair is like thinned a lot. But also wow. part of it was like, I know that after, when I was recovering, my doctors gave me steroids, which, yeah. which helps, which will promote hair loss, right? Oh, uh, I did not know that. Yeah. So I knew that from, was a fact in the steroids, but then still I'm getting like clumps and clumps and clumps of hair when I fucking shampoo and when I uh, wash my hair, it's scaring the shit out of me. It makes me want to cut it, but it also makes me want to not cut it. So if I'm going bald and it's falling out, I'm going to live this as long as I can until it, you know, until uh, it's so thin I have to cut it. I mean, like, you know there's a pill that'll help you keep your hair. I understand there's things there, you know? Like, you just don't want it. I just, I'm good. Okay. If I lose my hair, I fucking lose my hair. I, no, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking fight. That's good. Um, you know, my dad uh, has been bald most of my life. Yeah. And it just isn't a good look for my family. Fair. That's a fair point. I, I, I agree with you. <laughs> my, yeah. yeah. So, you anyway. know. Good. Yeah. Uh, so, that that was a hardcore tangent off-season of depression. <laughs> but that's kind of what we do is we go back and forth. You also asked me what I was drinking. I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I will. Um, I'm drinking a 10-year Angel's Envy bourbon that uh, was aged in tawny port barrels. It's fucking delicious. Um, I I can't get enough of it. It took me like... So they made this one release of this back in uh, 
February, and I was able to reserve two bottles and my friend in Kentucky pick them up for me. Uh, he was supposed to come visit, all this other stuff. I was supposed to go visit him, and then COVID happened, the quarantine happened, the pandemic hit. We kind of lost track, and then now it's been 10 months, and then I got this package last week, and he fucking mailed me these bottles. Nice. And I've been, I mean, I've been drinking it, like, every day since, and I love it so much. Like, the fucking heat of the 10 year is perfect. The Tawny Port, like, it's just this sweetness that finishes it off, like, super nice in your tongue. I've had it on ice, I've had it neat, I've had it with water. I've had it just like it's sad how much of this really expensive bottle of bourbon I've been putting away <laughs> over the past week, but I'm enjoying every bit of it, and it's it's fucking great. But also, I love everything they do. That distillery is like the shit. They get such trash for like being a finished bourbon, right? So they they age their bourbon and they finish it in certain types of barrels for different things. And the finished product is the finishing process is what people kind of snub their nose at in like the bourbon world. That's becoming a like more common thing because it also adds a shit ton of flavor. It doesn't fuck with like the bourbon or the recipe of like bourbon, you know. It still is aged for a certain amount of time and in a new American oak and follows all the rules, you know. Uh, but it's just fucking delicious. Um, but yeah, I'm sipping on that. I love it. Um, I have had a little two sips of it and I feel warm in my cheeks and that's perfect for what I, for what I want. Like in the winter time, you know, I want that like yeah warm. I think I was talking about that in our last episode about just like how that um, get to that wintry scotch time and these certain high proof bourbons are just like right there to to get you to that level of comfort. I don't have to have a sweater on. I feel warm from the sip, you know. Okay. Warms you right up. But yeah, it's fucking delicious. And that was that. So back to depression, <laughs> which is great to talk about. Yeah. Well, I mean, not we don't have to go back there. I think that's a good thing to discuss because i think it's also like i mean we talk about a lot of fucking things in our everyday conversation uh sad shit's one of them and that's like but like not sad shit depression is a sad thing it has to be like a a thing that people you know it's just a normal thing. normal thing right yeah it's not like you, you just live with it so yeah some days i will be living just like my life i'll be like noon and i'll just get like suddenly sad for no reason yeah and it's and that's totally okay. Yeah. And I think that's like what I mean. Having depression for like my whole life, I didn't understand. I mean, you know, I think I told you this before, but going to like therapy a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, sort of really changed my life by like talking to a therapist about anxiety and depression and things that bother me and whatever. But what I didn't even know at that point it was like I didn't know anyway. Anxiety wasn't like people experienced it. I didn't know that I had it. Like you know that I experienced it. And that's the same thing with like depression, I think, too. Like, it's another form of that where people every day go through their lives doing their stuff and not realizing why they're feeling the way they're feeling and what it is and how to cope with it and, you know, all that type of stuff, right? And I'm not here to tell people how to cope with it. I'm just telling people that it's okay and it's normal and that, like, it's something that we deal with. Like, yeah. it's something that's not kind of, it can't, like, it can totally impede your life, but it can also be a motivator in some ways. It can help you understand how you, how you, feel about certain things like what causes you to be a certain way you know it's a really like big part of you yeah yeah i mean um that was a real tangent there that i went on but no that's 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 healthy so you know I, unlike you like um i've always been like really outdoorsy my seasonal depression is terrible i have no interest in winter sports you know you don't ski you don't I don't snowboard. I have no interest in that either yeah um 
I guess I, I've picked up snowshoeing in the I like last sledding. couple of years. I like sledding a lot. Yeah. But, like... I mean, it's something you can do to get drunk and sled. Anyway. Yeah. Well, sledding's fun, but, like, you know, when you, when you ski, like, you have to get up to the mountain at the very beginning of the day, and you're, yeah. like, you're there all day to justify yeah. the trip. Oh, dude. And, like... Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Um... I mean, I have friends who ski, and I think it's really cool. I might enjoy skiing sometime in my life, but probably never. I used to live in Bozeman, Montana, which is right outside the a beautiful fucking mountain with great skiing. The bridgers yeah. are gorgeous. I remember, like, meeting girls in my 20s that were like, oh, I'm going to go skiing. You want to come? And I'm like, yeah, of course I'll come. You're pretty, you know? And then I, uh, they, like, call me at 7 o'clock in the morning, and my phone is, like, across the room. I'm fucking wasted. I don't even want to get out of bed. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like- no and and it's so funny because now you wake like but now i wake up at i don't sleep past six yeah yeah like but when i was 23 no no when i was a kid i could sleep like 14 hours a day i cannot anymore no dude i mean i i slept till last week of the whole steady shows i was up to like one o'clock in the morning i woke up at fucking 5 30 uh six o'clock every day after that and i was so exhausted anyway so winter sports not your thing you picked up snowshoeing yeah. Actually, it's just as something, but... The last does. two years, you've also... I think we should just go through our text, and I bet, like, every November for the past two years, you've been like, hey, man, do you have snowshoes? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, but I should get some. I mean, I would love to... I've always wanted a snowshoe. Oh, it's so easy. Um, and that's the other thing, is it isn't, like, something you have to learn. You just strap them on and, like, go outside. You just go. Yeah, it's great. Uh... Now we're, that's the thing that we're going to get sued for. <laughs> Someone's actually going to find a way to hurt themselves snowshoeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I heard on Punch Drunk Final that if you snowshoe, it's easy. You just it's do easy. it. You just go do you it. You just put them on and you go outside and you get hit by a car. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> or attacked by wolves. Something. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. The world's a dangerous place, people. Tearing ACL. Tear, really? Okay, well, that's a real problem. I mean, like, you could find a way to do it. Uh, I mean, anybody can. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah, like, but that doesn't solve the darkness problem. Like, we ran in the snow today, and it was great. Like, we, yeah. you don't need snowshoes to run in the snow unless it's really dark, uh, deep. Fair. Yeah. But like, it's the sunlight. You know. Yeah, that's a huge. Problem. That's a huge issue, I think. Uh, so you know, like, I drink more in the winter mm-hmm. normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to steer out of that curve this yeah. year instead of into it. Oolong tea, baby. A whole lot of tea. Um, yeah. and I'm going hands down into that thing this year, by the way. I mean, good for you. I mean, it's no, a, no judgment. I just, no, like, the pandemic's a perfect excuse. Like, yeah, I'm just, me and every other American are just drinking more, you know? Yeah. I just, uh, no, good for you. Don't do it. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. Cheers to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make it, like, a week. Uh, Fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, like, just less. I'm drinking, you know, less. Yeah, I'm not, for sure. I'm not, like, not not drinking. I'm drinking no, that would, just a lot I wouldn't less. hang out with you. I'm, that's not true. Uh, I would. But, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, like, like... I get the sunlight thing. I'm still so new to running right it's like what you kind of like you've always been like my running friend you're like i have a friend who runs marathons yada yada you know um i've always like i for for a long time i tried to talk about being f- 
physically active when I wasn't so physically active, you know? Like, I yeah. ran a little bit, like, once every six months and thought I was cool. Yeah. But now that I've, I'm obsessed with it in a way that I do it a lot, I'm still new to it to where, like, running at 3 in the morning on a Monday when it's pitch black and it's fresh snow outside, I had a blast, you know? Um, yeah, so uh, I'm just going to pause it, homie. I mean, oh, we can just okay. pause it. I'm just going to go boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. Does that just carry on where we left off? I don't know. Maybe it must. Brian says hi. Oh, cool, man. So, uh, so we got to call it pretty soon, I think, anyway. Uh, oh, shit. I mean, no, we're good. Let's keep talking. Well, do you want to talk about your spin on the week? Are we jumping there already? Well, we set like, this great thing going. Sorry, <laughs> I was really happy with this conversation. Okay. It was fun. We don't have to go there, though. No, let's go there. I, drop a spin of the week. What, well, you, you said that we had to get, drop away. I did. I did say we had to get going. I was exaggerating a little bit. Okay. But also, I don't know, I was just saying how much I fucking love running in the snow, and it was really fun. It is but, more fun than running, like, whenever it is light, that is the best time to run. Yeah. You know, you can dress for cold weather. Yeah. Also, Absolutely. I wore a headlamp when it was dark, and it looked like Cyclops, and it was really fun. I had a blast. I took pictures of myself with my headlamp on my head. Yeah? It looked like a fucking goober. But it was great. It was great. We gotta get you some snowshoes, man. I'm so excited for that. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll we're, some, we'll we're tomorrow. We're gonna go to the mountain and we're gonna snowshoe in the mountain. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. So this has been a really short episode. Let's go with the fucking spin of the week. What's your spin of the week? Um. So this, I'm gonna sound like a Neanderthal. No, you're not. The, <laughs> so. Unless you, the I mean, first unless you pump your chest and say, no, like, no, 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 music, good. M- music is good. Uh, so, a couple, I don't know, a couple months ago, I picked up Miles Davis's Bitches Brew B-Sets. You know, it's released. Yeah. And I tried to listen to it, and it's it's really weird. And I know you and I listen to music, like, the same way. Like, we sit and we listen to music. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, like... It's kind of weird, but it's also, like, in spots a little lacking. Like, there's a lot going on, but it isn't, like, okay, cohesive in any way, you know? Um, and so, like, I found it really hard to, like, sit and listen to. Fair, okay. Uh, and then this week, I've started playing it in the background and just completely ignoring it. While I did it? other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's fucking the greatest, like, soundtrack, but not active listening music. Sure, and, that makes a lot of sense. And, like, generally, like, we listen to music actively. It is an action that I'm partaking yeah, in. totally. But I'll, but there's both sides of it. Like, I, I love what you're saying there because I get it. Like, there's lots of records that I think I have that I are great background noise. Or also, like, I have a lot of, like, really soft acoustic stuff that I love to just, like fucking mope around the house to or like fucking sit and read a book to or whatever you know yeah and uh that's a lot of fun so i get that aspect of it too where you're like it's not something i want to sit and just go fucking ham on and listen to the lyrics and the words and the sounds and the horns and whatever um because i do that with a lot of music and just all about like every piece of it yeah but that i think the cool part of that record is that what it did for you is it just it kind of flipped it around and we're like yeah you're you're gonna like this record, <laughs> you know, like. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I mean, there's a reason I kept, I kept trying it. 
Yeah. You know, and then uh, what actually the first time it worked is I wanted to play an album while my son, my younger brother, and I were all playing Risk together. Oh, cool. And it was like, well, we can. <laughs> Risk is a long game. Bitches Brew is a two hour album. Like, done. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really what turned me on uh, to the idea that, like, uh, I can. I can do this and like actually completely ignore but somehow enjoy like generally if you're talking to me and there's music going on in the background I am my attention is divided and if I really like the music I'm probably listening to it more than I'm like I'm gonna have a hard time shifting yes and yeah, like I engaging I, yeah I do the same exact thing like that's my my focus like that just captures me you know um, but I think I could talk over Miles Davis and actually have like a the yeah, conversation that I'm for like, sure being able to focus on. Yeah, yeah. and it, like I'll actually remember what was said. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like that too. That's yeah, that's really good. I think that a lot of records. I think uh, I have a lot to do that for me too. But I think that's nice to have those in like your collection, you know, because yeah. it's uh, hey, I've got company over. I've got this long board game I want to play. What's some shit I can put on the background? Like, yeah, you can make a playlist on your phone and like put on whatever, right? Yeah. But it's fun to just be like, cool, I have a, here's my playlist of records. I've got like a few that are lined up, and this one's two hours long. That's fun. I've got a lot of jazz albums that are like that that I like to listen to, just fucking doing whatever, you know? And you can put it on in the background and enjoy it. Some songs are going to come on, you're going to dig it, you're going to dance a little bit. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just kind of doing your thing, you know? Yeah. Fair. Um, <laughs> but most of my jazz music is, is weird enough that, like, I, but not. Bitches brew weird, but like, yeah, captivating. It's yeah. captivating enough that I'll still end up just focused on it. Sure. That um, so maybe that's that's a whole thing. But, I mean, I've got music that I can listen to and ignore. It just isn't the music that I've gone out and bought. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. And also, like, sitar and trumpet, like, on the same track. That's, like, just an odd mix. It's, it's an a lot. odd. Yeah. Yeah. It's an odd album, but thank, thank goodness I, I own it. And thank goodness I've actively listened to it, yeah. like, honestly. Like, I'm glad that, like, yeah. I suffered through it, but I suffered through it. And I'm... That's part of the growth, too. Like, the yeah. active listening is super important, too. You gotta, yeah. you gotta give it more than just one shot. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. I mean, I made it through. It just, it took a couple of tries. Yeah. So, how about you? What are you listening to? Oh, man. So, I started to think about what I would call my spin of the week, and, um... We we've been we haven't done a podcast in a few weeks, so I listened to a fuck ton of shit in the past few weeks, and I've gotten a lot of, like I spent November like buying myself Christmas presents of records I really wanted. Yeah, and so I've listened to a lot of cool stuff. But if I have to pick something that right now I'm in love with, yeah, um, I'd say it's this new Richard Edwards album that I got. So he was the frontman of Margo and the Nuclear So and Sos. Okay. Like, they put yeah. out a bunch of great music. His solo stuff has been exceptional. It's like a prime, primo, sad bastard music. If you've gone through heartbreak and love and all those other things, he, like, encapsulates that beautifully. Uh, but his newest record, The Soft Ache and the Moon, came out in, like, it was one of the first, like, pandemic records that came out that I, like, bought. And I was like, I'm not going to listen to this thing until it, like, physically gets here, Right. And then it didn't come because it was, like, delayed because the pandemic was happening and shit. And so I, like, broke down and listened to it in audio. I listened to it for a few days. Loved it. Uh, it was just, like, 
part of it though, like I'd, I'd fall asleep to it, I'd wake up to it, I'd like, I'd like put it on a lot because I'm trying to really absorb it. It's like kind of what you did with Bitches Brew, you know. I really yeah. had to absorb that record more than his other ones. I had to really focus on it. Really want to try to love yeah. it. I feel like, felt like I had to work to it, right? Yeah. And now I really do enjoy it. But then what happened like this week is he put out a demos version of it, like all the acoustic demos of that record, all the stuff he did in his house, building up to it solo and uh, acoustically, like. And I I love it more than the actual record itself. Really. Right? Yeah, there's something about it that just fucking hits me. I listen to, I like, I pay more attention to it. I love the lyrics in it, the slowness and like the hums of his voice and like the sad parts of the guitar, like all speak like perfectly. And, uh, and maybe a little less polished. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's got like a, because the other one's really like, I wouldn't, it's not overproduced or anything like that, but it's got a lot to it. There's a lot of additions, there's a lot of like piano, there's a lot of guitar, there's a lot of like other. Uh, stuff going on which really kind of distracts from the core of the music right which is just him yeah and so that this demos uh version of it is fucking beautiful and i put it on today and i didn't stop listening to it as we went on a run i flipped it over and flipped it over and flipped it over and flipped it over and over and over and over (laughs) it was my i mean i might have called it my new morning record like it might be my new favorite thing to listen to in the morning and it, it was just beautiful and like soft and like fucking had so many like things I could relate to that I even didn't even get with the first time hearing the record, right? Like some of the lyrics yeah. I kind of passed over. And some of this, like in some of these demos, there's a song where he doesn't even know the full lyrics yet. And he's just kind of humming the like, cool. the like chorus to it, you know, whatever, or, like the pieces of it. And it's like, damn, like that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, the, like the works that are going into making that record, you know? Um, and that's, so that's my spin of the week because I've been obsessed with it since I put it on the turntable. There is nothing quite like a good hum. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, like yeah. I, oh man. Yeah. Like I can't hum. No, but it's, it's beautiful. But, I know what you mean. But like, oh man, a good hum is just. Yeah. It's really great. And so that I would recommend you listen to that or anybody else do. It's so good. Probably this is the first, the original, I mean the mastered record. Yeah. First, maybe, but um, they're both sad and gorgeous and lovely, and I just I can't get enough of it. I think I'm gonna, I know that in the shipment I got in the mail of like that record and a bunch of other ones, right? Probably got like 10 records at once because I went on like a little shopping spree. What else was in there? Uh, some other stuff. Well, but, you, you, you said you said that we were, you know, running out of time, and then you were like, oh, we weren't that bad. We <laughs> just fill space. What else? I, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, had a, I had a couple Hold Steady records in there that I haven't gotten yet in nice. my collection. Uh, the, the 10th anniversary of Stay Positive, which is like a three LP with a bunch of bonus tracks that I already fucking loved. Yeah. Um, and then I got uh, Teeth Dreams, which, like I told you, grew on me lately. Like, it wasn't my favorite Hold Steady record. It's kind of where I stopped listening to them for a minute. Yeah. But it is, it's grown on me a lot in the last, like, few weeks since I listened to put it on again. Yeah. So I wanted to have that in my collection for one because I'm just a huge Hold Steady nut anyway. But it's it's really good. So I got those two. I got um, a couple, uh, like, old punk rap albums I liked. I got, like, Jawbreaker's Unfun, which is, like, yeah. one of my fucking favorites, yeah, you know? Like, album. that's some really good shit. Yeah. And, yeah, so... There's a big bunch of them, but well, the thing is, like, I know that what I'm going to do now is listen to this fucking Soft Ache in the Moon demos yeah. every day, and the other ones are going to get no play for, like, all of December. Cool. <laughs> and maybe, you know, honestly, maybe that just ties back into Seasonal Depression, because I'm going to listen to this sad fucking album 
every day through December and like revel in it. You know? Well, and you're steering into it. Yeah. yeah, there's there's something about like steering into like just depression. Yeah. Watching sad movies, it's it's cathartic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really is. I, this is such a like chest pounding story, and it's stupid. But stay positive. It's this really uplifting song, and you think that it would pull you out of a bad mood and stuff like that. Okay. I put it on like a track for a marathon that I was doing, uh-huh. and it came on around like mile twenty one. And I was just like, fuck off. And I skipped it. Really? Yeah, I was just like, I'm in no mood to be told, like, how to feel right now. <laughs> I feel, I feel like funny. trash. Fuck you. It's funny that you say that. That is <laughs> one of my, like, that old steady record is one of my favorite summertime albums. I yeah. Mean, it starts off with a constructive summer, and it yeah. just fucking blows you away, and it's super upbeat. There's so many, like, welcoming woes and sing-along parts, and... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of my most favorite positive records. But it's funny that you're at this point... Fuck that, you know? Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> I, just, I just want to listen to, like, something really angry. Yeah. Or, like, sad. You need rage. You need I, something to push you through the fucking hump. You know? Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Uh, you know, I'll be done in an hour. You want to start the marathon off with Hold Steady and stay uh, positive. No. You don't I, want it to come on three quarters of the way through. I start every marathon the same way uh, with Africa by Toto. Africa okay. by Toto kicks off every marathon <laughs> one of these days it. i'm gonna change it up no you're not but it's just yeah you know, like <laughs> yeah it's it just makes you want to run through the jungle <laughs> yeah uh, i get it i like that also run through the jungle kick-ass marathon song i bet by Creedence clear water i once listened to it four times on repeat it's just stubborn. During a run? Yeah. Well, no. Like It was like towards the end of the marathon when you're always thinking about, like, I can just quit and walk. I can just quit and walk. And sure. like, it's going through your head. And then, uh, you know, this was the marathon where I asked you and a bunch of my friends, mm. uh, you know, what would you put on a marathon mm. mix? Cause, and so just my friend, he had some, some good suggestions. Uh, like... Ghostface Killers Run, which is great. Cool. Um, and then right after that, it hit Running Through the Jungle. And this is like When You Want to Quit, and it's just a stubborn, kind of slow song. It was like perfect for like the dead ass pace that I was bringing in yeah, <laughs> like sure. towards the end, sure. like, like limping on a 10 minute mile. Um, and like, yeah, every time it ended, I was just like, we're just like, Starting it over. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> oh! I love that, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I gotta say, man, thank you for this episode. This has been really great, and I think that like, I part of me was not ready to like sit down and and, and like you know push one of these out. But what I like about doing these with you yeah. is that they're never forced. We don't ever have to push anything out because this is just how we fucking talk. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, regardless of the topic, like, we have great topics on our fucking runs. Yeah. You know, like, or, or just on a fucking phone call or text or whenever you come over for a drink or a record or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just natural and it's comfortable and I, I appreciate you for it. Well, I want to tell you. What? Heaven is whenever. <laughs> what? We can get together. Yeah? Yeah. Sit down on your floor. 
and listen to some records. Um, um, I mean, so those lyrics, I love. I used to love that song so much. It's one of my favorite Hold Steady songs. I don't know if actually one of my favorites, but it's a great Hold Steady song. Uh, I, it ruined, their live stream last week kind of ruined that for me. Yeah. Because Craig Finn, when he sang it, he said, you know, heaven is whenever we can get together. And he put in finger quotes, lock your bedroom door and listen to your records. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he means they're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I always I'll... thought it was just really sweet. I want to sit on my floor on like a pillow and listen to a record with you. I'm not thinking about having sex. I've actually... <laughs> yeah, this Craig is... Finn kind of spoiled that for me. Yeah, no, th- this is... This is terrible. Um, I, f- I forget this song. Oh. Uh, I just want to sit on the listen to record that, with you. That, I don't want to have sex with you, Wes. I love you, man. I know. Well, but... Yeah. I, I know that it's a song about sex, and I choose to be oblivious about it. <laughs> I, was, like, I was naturally oblivious to it that, for that, a decade. <laughs> there's this song. I was already... You know, it came out 30 years before... Uh, we can get together uh and it's about like looking at a girl's posters in her parents house mm-hmm. and her parent you know in the bedroom sure, yeah, of her yeah, parents yeah. house and it's very Quoting, yeah yeah but it's like way more upfront about the fact that they're just looking at posters and sure. quotes so like that's how i picked up on the theme that it was actually about sex but they also talk about music a lot. Like they yeah, also yeah. listen to music. It is a part of the relationship that he has. It is, with but this it, girl. yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of that in there. But what's, I think it's also a personal interpretation of that song. Like anybody who listens to that song has their own. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably don't think about sex with it. I think about like when I was a kid having to like lock my bedroom door to listen to Three Eleven because my parents didn't like that kind of shit. You know, they yeah. liked Christian music, and I was like, oh yeah. I might listen to this really quietly in my bedroom and lock the door, you know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. And so it, it really like, I think was a, uh, I liked that song for me because it was like, oh yeah, I'm going to show you this record. We yeah. have to lock the bedroom door and listen to it because it's not appropriate for the folks. You know, um, <laughs> or like whatever. So the funny thing is the song, what it makes me think of is hanging out with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, uh, uh you know, we'll talk about that album probably some other time. Yeah, we, um, we'll do that if we both absorb it, the new shit they put out. Yeah, I'd love to but, do that. But, uh, you know, there there is a track on that album that makes me think of, like, a girl. Yeah, yeah. It is not the most obvious love song okay. on the album. The most love uh, is We Can Get Together, and I think about listening to music with you. So no, it's, it. like, totally... Up to interpretation. I'm, sure, it's about, like, finding an excuse to, like, make noise. Sure. I, I'm going to tell like, I'm on edge now because I want to know the song that makes me think about a girl, but we can say that for another time if you want. Hurricane Jack. Yeah, yeah, that's going to say. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I, I like my women crazy. Fair. I was a, I used to be that way. Man. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy, did I. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, that's a good note to end with, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Love you, man. This love you, great. too.